All right. Before we get into it, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor. And if you haven't already heard of Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast, guys. And it's how we distribute Draft Queens to your earballs and out to all of you. And not to mention it's free. So if you're thinking about making your own podcast, or if you just want to check out other podcasts, go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today. All of the lights. What's up, guys? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle. We are kicking off our next episode. It is week seven of fantasy. Hey, yo. We are back from vacation. Well, not we. You. Okay, well, I'm back from vacation. You left me here. I'm so sorry. How was your week, Michelle? I worked really hard. <laughs> How was your week, Kate? My week was wonderful. I was at ACL Festival in Austin, Texas. She likes music and sports, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I am a music gal and a sports gal. Um, but mostly a sports gal. So I was down at ACL, which was an awesome weekend. And then before that, I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and I was there for a bachelorette party. Did you catch any sporting events on your your outings? You know, I thought about it, and I was trying to see how close, and we'll get into this in a little bit, but I was (laughs) trying to see how close Austin, Texas is to Houston, Texas. Ooh. And I really did look into it to I see, see if I could catch at. game one of the Yankees Astros series. So one tried and failed event. The other game I tried to go to was the UT Longhorns who were yep. playing, uh, shoot, who do they play every year? It's like, you're uh, asking the wrong gal. It's the Red River Showdown okay. or whatever it is. Uh, and usually they play in Austin, at UT Austin. Right. Um, but I forgot that it's at the Cotton Bowl. And the Cotton Bowl is in Dallas, Texas. Man. Yeah, so, I think you should have just done your whole vacation in Texas and just driven around to all these different events, seriously. basically. Well, there was a lot of sports to be had, but I missed all of them. So <laughs> uh, too bad I tried. I tried to see UT hook em horns. Uh, unfortunately, they fell to the Oklahoma team. So. Okay. All right. It was a great vacation, though. You tried. No sports to be had. You lots had sports of, on the mind. Yeah, lots right. of sports on the mind. You tried. What did I miss while I was gone? I, honestly, like, <laughs> l- last week was a haze. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. Well, I know we're going to talk about the playoffs for baseball, so, yes, like, that's fun. Yes. How'd your fantasy team do last week? My fantasy team... Where are you at? Um, My fantasy team <laughs> did... Okay, not to continue to toot my own horn, oh. but you know, even when you lose, you continue to move up in the rankings. I mean, yeah, but like a loss is a loss. So I, I'll i hear you out here, but when you, you lose, you lose. Well, I'll tell you where I'm at. So I played our friend David. Okay, where, our, where are you? Oh, you're three and three. Yeah, I'm three and three. And I played our dear friend David, who is number one in the league. Okay, He's okay. not undefeated. He maybe has one loss. Fair. He's on like a three or four game win streak. He's out of control. Um, so he has a very good team. Okay. And I fell to David by less than 10 points. Okay. And it's because he had Kyler Murray, who had a 40-point fantasy game. I just had a whole conversation with my husband last night about Kyler because Kyler. I kept saying his name wrong. I know. Uh, like, very I thought it was Ky- Kyle. Well, it's the kind of name that someone needs to... Someone needs to correct you on. Right. So we had a whole conversation about it. How now, did you know? Now how I remember it is I think of Star Wars. I have a Star Wars reference like Kylo Ren. And then I think of oh. Kyler. Yeah. This is where my head's at. I'm showing everyone what a nerd I am. But like. <laughs> You're mnemonics. I just kept calling him Kyle. Like I just wasn't. That's where I thought his name was. And Mark was like, that's not his name. Well, how would you have known unless well, Mark corrected you? Thank you, Mark, for correcting me. Usually and I'm I sure hate when lots you do of people that. out there don't know that it's Kyler Murray. Well, it is. So there you are. And if you need something to remember it, you could go the Star Wars path like me. (laughs) That's how I remember it. Well, I'm curious how your fantasy team did with or without Kyler Murray. So I am also now three and three and I've moved up in the, moved up in the division. So I'm like in the, in the top eight teams. So I feel really good about that. I'm up to seventh. Like ours, our league that we play in together is separated into two different divisions. Mm -hmm. So like in my division, I'm fourth. Mm. And in our overall thing, I'm seven. So I'm, I moved up. I'm, I'm moving on up. Okay. So in two game di- streak, are we in different divisions? We're in we different are. divisions. Okay. So you are, you're third in your division. I'm third in my division. I see you. Okay. And I've got, um, a pretty 
an interesting matchup this week. So we'll just we'll just have to see how it goes. We'll have to see how it goes. Yeah, I'm three and three. Had a pretty good, pretty, very squeaked one out last week. I squeaked mm-hmm. one out last week, and I am sad to say that I am no longer undefeated in my other league. It's okay though. It was look. It's I'm been a, sorry. It's okay though. I'm still. I'm five and one. I've I've said this on the podcast before. My <laughs> friends in this league make so much fun of me because I try so hard and I always lose. So like, they're cheering for me in a way. Mm-hmm. Not really because they want to win, but mm-hmm. like you know, I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll have to hear. Being more- undefeated is too stressful anyway. You don't want that on it's your shoulders. Too much. I have enough on my shoulders. Like, fine, I'll take a loss. I'm going to move past it. I don't know. You don't want to feel like the Patriots every day. I sat Baker Mayfield last week because he's so damn unreliable. He but then so he had unreliable. a great week. So, he's so you know, unreliable. Here's the thing. This is how I sleep at night. Even if I played Baker, I still would have lost. Yes. So it's not like one of those like, oh my God, I, I should have won this game. I made one no. bad sit. I would have lost anyway. So... Now we move on. God, I wish I was that way seven. because I can't sleep for all the people that I sit every week. It's a it's a very hard feeling. It's a very hard feeling. So, Garoppolo is so hard to keep up with. I keep benching him. Some days he'll have 40 points. Some days he'll have two. It's, like, it's just, I, and, like you say on some of the episodes, no crystal ball. There no is no crystal, crystal ball. ball. I yeah. mean, oh, if someone could create it, it'd be amazing. Yeah. No crystal ball. Yeah. We're definitely going to get into this because like, What's up with your Titans? Yeah, we've got some real shit to get into oh with boy. fantasy this week with your stardom sitem for week. Yeah, seven. we're gonna let's save that for stardom sitem because we're gonna have to we're gonna have to get into that. But between the two of us, we've had a good fantasy week. We've had a decent Yankees week. By the time this comes out, Game Four will be in the books. I'm right now, very excited for Game Four tonight. Yeah, so we'll get into that later in the podcast too with one of our topics. But they are. Two and one down to the Astros right now. We have game four tonight on a Thursday night in New York. They got to play three in a row. Yeah. It's, it's in New York, right? You know, because in New York, there's what they call a bomb cyclone, which mm. to me is probably the dumbest name for anything. <laughs> it really just means it's windy, folks. <laughs> so they canceled the game last night. Yes. Game four postponed. There's a whole bunch of chatter about how that's going to affect the teams and the pitching and the travel mm-hmm. and so everyone can thank the bomb cyclone for that. Yes, not to be confused with Bronx bomber cyclone. <laughs> Ooh, you're onto something. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, so I guess we'll get into that too. But overall, good fantasy week. Pretty okay week for baseball. But we have two whole segments today on both of those things. Exactly. Going to get into an MLB roundup for the postseason and looking towards the world series i think we're gonna have to buy tickets for that we're gonna have to okay yes we're going to have same to. page Great. do you know where the world series is this year that is really the dumbest question you've ever asked oh shooty <laughs> oh no seriously cut you, cut cut no you know better than that I it's do. not like the super bowl where they just pick a stadium each year oh, and they host it okay they play it whoever's in this it this will be cut out by no the, this is the, definitely not the editor who that is was, also me who is also you <laughs> you have to swear to me that you will not cut this out oh, okay well that makes me embarrassed but i'll keep it in it's okay it's, it's fine been a long it's fine fucking i know day. it was Please a fraudulent slip i know you actually know the answer to that question but it's fine i'm getting all my shit confused today it's fine it's okay okay but but just to clarify to we don't know where they're playing we the will series. know but we <laughs> yeah, don't know okay. yet got it just just to be very clear do we know where the super bowl is I know that Beyonce and Shakira are playing the halftime party. I love that. Show. I love that. Do I know where it is? Big no. fan of Shakira. But I really love Beyonce. No, not Beyonce and Shakira. I'm totally wrong. Shakira, J-Lo. Though. No, J-Lo yeah, and Shakira. J-Lo and Shakira. J-Lo yeah. and Shakira. Is, yeah, which is going to be pretty ridiculous. Love it. Okay. Um, well, we'll have to look into that as it gets closer to We will. We will. Super Bowl. We'll, trust me. We will have a Super Bowl halftime performance breakdown episode that we need to talk about oh add that to the list it'll be on there don't worry okay well we'll get into everything now we're starting off with our weekly huddle then we'll get into our stardom sitem for week seven and then for our topic of the week we're talking about the postseason schedule going into the world series so i'm ready for the huddle let's kick it off hut hut So we start every week's episode by doing a huddle and run through all the headlines that we possibly can in 60 seconds. Yes. 
giving you the biggest, the smallest, most important, sometimes the funniest headlines of the week so that you don't have to look them all up. I love it, Michelle. I love it. 60 seconds is not as long as one might think. Mm-hmm. And it it never is. We, it never is. Every single time we kind of fuck this one up, you guys are very well aware. But we're going to do it this way. I don't care. We're, I think we're going to get it. We rehearsed. We didn't. We didn't rehearse at all. <laughs> it's fine. But like... You know, do we ever rehearse? I'm just no. glad that we're holding true to form and we do have the clock out every single time. We do. And I think this might be the week after four episodes in that we can beat it. Like we can beat it in 60 seconds. Because then you know what the challenge could be after that? Hmm. Then it could be how many headlines can we read in 60 oh. seconds in, in, the, in the huddle? Oh, that's a fun game. Like right now we just need to get through Let's it. Let's see if we get through it. <laughs> and then eventually we can make a little challenge for ourselves. How many can we do in 60 seconds? Okay, well, let's see if we can do these in 60 seconds, the ones that we have written down here. But you tell me when you're ready and kick it right off. All right. Three, two, one. Kick it, Kate. Marcus Mariota is officially benched for Ryan Tannehill on the Tennessee Titans. Tighten down. Fuck. (laughs) The hashtag LeBron shames went viral this week after his response to the Chinese government censoring the NBA games in Hong Kong. Jacksonville Jaguars former cornerback Jalen Ramsey finally gets his wish. He's been traded to the Rams, ladies and gentlemen. The Nationals clinch their first World Series berth in franchise history. That's incredible and bizarre. Fitzmagic, a.k.a. Ryan Fitzpatrick, boo ex-Titan, gets his start for the Dolphins this week, trying to end their losing streak with Josh Rosen. Here's a crazy one. Leanne Walker adds a 58 penalty stroke to her score at the Senior LPGA oh Championship. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, Antonio Brown is seeking 40 mil from both teams he wants played for. Or from both teams, yeah. He wants played for a while. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo reached a career landmark um, recently with his 700th career goal. Oh, we only had one more. We have one more. That was, that's impressive though. We, we, we only have one more. We only have one more. Look how much closer we're getting every week. I know we're doing, we're, we're doing great. We're doing, I think you should read the last one. And I do, we, here's another funny thing we should talk about. We should think about it. How many times does Antonio Brown come up in our in our huddle? Antonio Brown comes up every single week. Because he's never going to go away. I know. His, I mean, I will say his Twitter is very strong, and I check it all the time for the <laughs> podcast. So Strong tweets. He is a lot of fun. But yeah, strong we should tweets. talk through this last one at the very least. Um, Bradley Beal just agreed to a $72 million extension with the Wizards. With the Wizards. That's so, so much money. I know. In light of everything that's going on with the NBA, and I think we should at least spend like one second on this, because at the point where we're recording this podcast, there's a lot of shit going on. I know. I'm re- and I'm trying to like read a lot about it mm-hmm. because it's been ongoing now. I think it's been going on for like the last like three or four weeks. And actually, we had talked about it briefly about like those exhibition games that they were going to play in Shanghai and everybody mm-hmm. was excited about that. That was when Drake, you know, so graciously allowed the uh, the Golden State Warriors, I think, to, you know, take his take plane. Take their plane, yeah. And like, yeah, so like there was this whole, you know, they were doing all these exhibition games and then it's, the whole thing that's really weird about it is like, obviously there's a lot going on, mm-hmm. China, Hong Kong, like there's a lot going on, right? Lots of unrest for reasons other than NBA. It has nothing to do with the NBA Correct. at all, right? So it's super weird because this whole thing is now, as I'm understanding it, is stemming from a singular tweet. Mm-hmm from the general manager of the Houston Rockets. So not even someone that like is at the, you know, um, kind of like commissioner level for like the whole NBA. Yes. It was literally just one singular tweet from one GM on one team. Yes. And that has now like set off this entire series of events of like sponsors getting pulled and, you know, uh, like it, it, the whole, it's very strange though for just one, one thing. Well, the GM of the league, Adam Silver, is over there right now trying to f- smooth things out. But, right, right. And Yao Ming, who's a former Rocket, is yep. over in China right now, who's part of their basketball commission, right. I've been told, or something to that effect. So I don't know. It's one tweet that reverberated around the world, Big most time. literally. Yeah. And I know that, I, I mean, I think right now, 
Hong Kong is a British territory. Is that right? Yeah, they're a British territory. And I think that the end of, I don't know if it's called a treaty or what, but after a hundred years, there's not a re-signing for British ownership or like some sort of territory. I don't know. I don't know the intricacies of it. But we are not social studies teachers. Yes, exactly. But we're trying our best. We're trying to keep up. <laughs> um, but after that, people are worrying that they will fall into communist Chinese control. Scary. In which case, these types of exhibitions the NBA kicking off their play or their, their week in Hong Kong, they won't be able to, the Chinese government government isn't streaming the games. They're not playing them for the general public. It's just a different world. So yeah, uh, it's just, it's interesting. I mean, because it's affecting exhibitions, sponsorships, sportswear, like live streaming, like Mm -hmm. you're talking about. I mean, it's definitely, it's definitely some major, major effects going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the spark notes of it, which I wrote down in little bullets that are very bite-sized and (laughs) social studies, uh, yeah, lots of high school references today. Lots lots of them, but (laughs) these are my spark notes for social studies class. I wrote, well, my friend Ryan also helped me write my friend Ryan Seuss. Hello, Seuss. It's nice of you. The GM of the Rockets tweeted in support of Hong Kong. Yep. China not happy. <laughs> NBA does a lot of business in China. They're trying to backtrack. Everyone's an asshole. <laughs> Those are amazing clip notes. <laughs> if you're curious how the NBA is doing. Anyway, I guess we'll end with that. But congratulations to Bradley Beal and re-signing his extension for the Washington Wizards. 72 Wizard. million freaking dollars. Excellent. Excellent. Kudos to you. Okay, guys, so we're here with our weekly fantasy stardom sit and we're putting it a little earlier this week. We're putting it before or right after the weekly huddle and before our topic of the week because we heard you and you guys really like Michelle's stardom sit So we're going to get right into it and tell you who to pick for week seven because the league is all over the place. There's a lot of changes happening as there are every week. And we don't have a crystal ball, but we're going to damn well try. Now, aren't we? I get like an irrational smile on my face for stardom sit <laughs> Like, it's just like not normal. Like, Thursday is a great day. And I'm like, I'm every morning, I'm like, okay, CBS is going to go first. Then this one. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. then I got to wait for Matthew Barry's love hate later. Oh, it's yeah. just, you know, it's, just, uh, it's, uh, it's irrational. You it's know, a, it's a nice ritual. It's also horrible for my Thursday work day. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Our real jobs. I also do this thing where like Thursday, I'm like really in it and reading all my stuff. I'm like trying to, well, I make moves early in the week too, but then I get to Thursday and then I get irrationally excited about it. <laughs> and then I start to like second guess myself. See, cause then I read the stardom situms and you know, of course when they're saying to start the guy that I have, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I nailed this, nailed it. And then yeah. the ones that they're like, sit, I'm like, Oh no, like what do I, did and, I nail it? Exactly. So then I like after Thursday, I need to, you know, double check to make sure if I have anybody in the Thursday night game, make yes. that decision. Yes. But then like I kind of on Friday, I just need to like breathe. I have to step away from the, the roster. You're dedicated. I know I am, You're but dedicated. like you sometimes you just got to step away. Cause it's just, you know, it really gets in your brain. I know it does. Well, it requires a lot of strategy, um, which will take you through, I guess, because you have some bold predictions. This I think week so. I think we, like. got, we got some interesting predictions. I think there's definitely some, some stuff going on, like in injury world. There's also some stuff in terms of like people that are coming back. We also always have to talk about the dolphins because it's the dolphins. And <laughs> like, as we mentioned in our headlines, some people are getting benched now. I so know. now it's like week seven. It's no more of this. Like, well, maybe next week. No, this is it. week seven. Like, we're almost halfway Shit through or get here. off the pot. Yeah, we're almost halfway through here, guys. Yeah, exactly. So, like... People are getting traded. People are getting dropped. People are getting... Waved. Oh, yeah. yeah. Th- this is... There's no more playtime anymore. Yes. Now no, we're, It's well, serious now. We know now. How, we, now we know how players are actually looking. Yep. There's a ton of projections preseason. There's only so well teams can do when they're trying to, like, oil up their wheels exactly. to get moving for the rest of the season. But we are halfway through just about. So people need to know what they're doing or they're going to get switched out. So... Marcus is benched. Am I okay? I don't know. You you seem okay. I was going to ask if you wanted to cry, but you seem okay. Am I okay? I'll tell you what. We played the worst game this week. We played the worst game. Uh, We played the worst game. So we, the Titans, the Tennessee Titans, (laughs) 
I love score. how you say it as we as if like you're on the Titans, oh, but that's fine. I it's like fine. to think I am. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's just a complex. Um, <laughs> they scored zero points this week. Yikes. Like not even, first of all, we released our kicker who, not this past wow, week. Wow, that's the, rough. The previous week. You have shanked, one job. Shanked. You have one job. Four or five oh field my. goals. Oh my. Four or five. And then they got call up Julie coach Ertz. came out with a, a statement. Good old Vrabel. Shouts to your pats. But uh, Vrabel came out with a statement saying, I support our kicker. I can't even remember his name right now. Like, I I can't even get I into it. I think you've just blocked it out of your I, mind. I think, yeah, I'm repressing that memory. <laughs> uh, but he shanked a couple kicks. Uh, we said we support our kicker. Then we dropped him midway through the week. Mm. So he couldn't shank any more kicks. Well, and clearly he was not very uh, much in support of him. Yeah, well, clearly whoever was kicking this week in our our week six game can't do their job either Oof. along with Mariota overall, like the Titans just need help. That's rough. Zero points against the Broncos. Well, I'm just trying to figure out like what his issue is, but, but who do we have now? We have Tannehill now. So how do you feel? Are, this, this one to me is like, I'm a, I'm a question mark. Start him, sit him. I don't know. I'm a question mark too, only because I think he actually could be okay. I think he could actually be okay. He's not that bad of a player. I know he's coming from the Dolphins, so like, let's leave that alone for a second. I don't but. know. I have Ryan Tannehill question mark. I don't. I can't make a call on this one. I just did want us to talk about the fact that like they benched Mariota. I don't know. I mean, I'll leave it at this. Our offensive line is surprisingly good, right? And we had a quarterback who can't run and throw. He just needs to. Those are very fundamental things that a quarterback (laughs) needs to be able to do. Like sometimes he can rush the ball, but other than that, like he just, I don't know. So I think while I don't want to bank on it because there are some great quarterbacks in the league right now, but if you're really struggling for a quarterback, I don't think that Tannehill is the worst pick. All right. I'm uh, now. So we also talked about the fact that Fitz magic is our guy. So here's the thing. Also this, a Tennessee Titan. This guy is like boom or bust. Yeah. Like last year on Tampa Bay in the beginning, remember he yes, was like walking around. Forget. Oh my God. He was scoring like 60 points yes. a game. Yes. And then all of a sudden he tanked. Tanked. So again, I have a question mark next to him, but like, I just, I feel like he is going to come out guns blazing. I don't know, but I don't know. I, well, against there, Buffalo, it, it, Buffalo is tough. Buffalo is tough. So I don't know if that's, I guess this is completely not helpful because I just can't make a decision on these two, but I think it between the two, well, let me see. Who are the Titans playing this week? Who are the Titans? The, uh, playing this the Chargers, week? the Chargers, the Chargers don't have like the best defense. Oh, I think, yeah, you know, I think the you're probably Bills right. Be tough. And if it's the bills are going to be really tough. And, and in terms of stardoms for sure, start everybody on the bills. Yeah. I'm going to, they're, go. they're like the, like, Get Singletary in there. Get John mm. Brown in there. Get Josh Allen in there. Like as as we've said, yeah. Start everyone against the Dolphins. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Well, I think between Ryan Tannehill though and and Fitzy, Fitzy. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, I would say probably Ryan Tannehill. All right, I they're, think I could... they're playing the Chargers at. We could Nissan. do a little follow up next week. The Battle of the yeah. Ryan's. We'll have to see. Battle of the Ryan's. There's a lot of Ryan name drops on this podcast. Yeah, there really today. are. It's like seven already. <laughs> Anywho, all right. So who else you got? Who else do I got? Uh, I just said this, but definitely start um, basically everyone on the offense for for the Buffalo Bills. Love it. I have gonna, Frank Gore on my team, so that's great. Play them. Definitely going to have a big week there. Love that. So someone who had a good week last week, but don't you know get too excited about it was Robbie Anderson mm-hmm. on the Jets. P.S. You know Sam. I guess everyone should get mono and come back because like helped he got a six week just time to rejuvenate <laughs> that's what it really that was lucky guy so, and Tyreek Hill too I, yeah. he came guns blazing also so so uh, Robbie Anderson on the Jets had a good week last week but they're playing the Patriots this week so like don't get all excited about that I would sit him okay. um who else do we have uh Amari Cooper looks to be out with an injury so you'll probably want to keep him out of your lineup uh if Michael Gallup is available in your league you may want to go out and pick him up i did that last week oh yeah and i'll tell you what he um he didn't play so well but also the cowboys just had like a really shitty game so i think that he could be a sleeper at some point yeah exactly good one to pick up and dak's been dak's been pretty solid so uh if he needs if he needs someone to throw to look at uh look at michael gallup and see if he's uh been picked up in your league mm-hmm. um here's an interesting one well this one still still tbd but just sort of like your uh, your saquon update he was practicing in full Ooh, 
So he's he? he's like ahead of the curve. I mean, I know they said four to eight weeks. This is this is probably around like the what five week mark ish. Yeah. So keep an eye on that one. I mean, I'm sure people didn't drop him, but they have been sitting him, obviously. But, you know, keep keep an eye on that. They waved, the Giants waved some, one of their running backs the other day. Other day, So I think they're getting ready to gear that up. So okay. that's that could be good for um, Saquon holders around the league. I, yeah. I know people did not drop him. And if we're talking about just in general, I know that this is another quarterback, but... Uh, Drew Brees is, I think he's been practicing the last three days. They're, so. they're definitely starting to look up on, on Drew. So again, these are people that, that have not been dropped, but yeah. just, you know, keep an they're eye Saints on players. them. They're, they're coming, they're coming back. Yeah. If you have Jared Cook, I know tight ends aren't the most valuable, but if you've got him sitting around, he's been doing pretty well. Lately. I gotta tell you, tight ends suck this tight year. Tight ends suck this it's year. It's terrible. It's <laughs> like, so it's, bad. it is a disaster. So like in my continuing battle with Jimmy Graham, I picked him up. I played him the last two weeks. He was oh awful. God. So I've now dropped him again. And he had an amazing game. No, he, no, he's like, or I was dropped, that three weeks I, ago. Yeah, that was exactly. I'm always that one. That one I've had a battle with Jimmy Graham. So <laughs> I dropped Jimmy. Okay. So you feel good about that. I feel good he about that. He didn't have like a blowout game last no. week. No. Okay. And I picked up Darren Fells. Okay, so he's the tight end on the um, on the Texans. Okay, he's like low key. Last week he had sixteen points, or two weeks ago that. he had sixteen points, two touchdowns. Last Seriously? week, yeah, last week he had like seventy yards, six catches. I have Deshaun Watson, so I'm kind of like rolling the dice on the uh, on the old uh, tight end position because yeah. I've gone through. I, ha- I drafted O.J. Howard. He's been awful. Yeah. And, and that's just like a fundamental Tampa Bay Buccaneers problem. Yeah. Their offense just does not incorporate the tight end position. Yeah. So that's been basically a bust for me. I've, I've gone back and forth on Jimmy Graham. Not so great. Right. Now I'm just rolling the dice here with Darren. So like, Darren, if you're out there, please just catch a touchdown this week, please. Well, someone else you might want to think about is uh, the the – Chargers tight end. Too. Oh yeah, Hunter, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. You know, I tried to get him in our league, and as we've talked about, God damn it, I, I was, was number too, ten on the waiver. I was too low on the damn waiver. I know, I missed Son him. I tried to pick him up, and I tried to pick up a defense, but I missed them both. So uh, I'm with you there. But if you can pick him up, if you're looking for a decent tight end, I actually think that Jared Cook is not a bad choice, I, I and I don't think that Hunter is a bad Hunter's choice either. Not a bad choice either. Yeah. Or go look for Darren Fells. So there's some there's some things you could talk about on the tight end side of things. Okay, I like that. I have another name for you uh, as a potential stardom. Okay, I'm curious. Daryl Henderson. Okay, tell me more. If if so, he if this is a big if. I am, again, rolling the dice. He's mm-hmm. on the Rams. Yes. There is definitely some conversation that, like, Todd Gurley is not playing at 100%. Um, in which and hasn't ca- been. And hasn't been. In which case, Daryl Henderson could see the majority of the carries this week, mm. and they're playing Atlanta. Oh, and Malcolm Brown is out. And, like, what's up with it? Atlanta's just been, like, Bleh. This is interesting. Okay. That's, that's an could interesting Could be a bit role. of a roll of the dice. Um Say you know same. They're definitely like uh, bullish this week on Jared Goff. Um, I, Brandon Cooks was a very early uh, mm-hmm. draft pick for me, and he's been like medium. They are saying they feel like maybe he'll have a breakout week. So, so you're if, feeling like if you've been needs to step if you've up. been on the edge, you know, in terms of like I feel like I can never sit Brandon Cooks because of how early yeah. I draft him, but he's not doing great. Hopefully, we have a breakout week this week. That's an interesting call. I like that call. Uh, I'm sitting sitting with Sean McCoy. I rolled the dice with him a couple times. He's had some issues, but that whole team is at issues this start of the season, at least for fantasy. Yeah. Fantasy has been really, really tough. It it has been. What are you, uh, what are you doing for your, uh, are you streaming a D? You streaming a D? Okay. I have a very, I have a very controversial streaming D. I am, well, can I tell you my setup here? Yes, of course. So I have the, I have the Texans D who is, it's good. They're good. They deliver. It's not a scary pick. They always do okay every week. So I feel good about them. And I had to take up two roster spots this week in my fantasy because the Texans were playing. Who are they playing? The They're Colts. playing the. Was it the Colts? Uh, this this week or this last past week? week. They oh, were playing pa- the Chiefs. Maybe they played the Chiefs, which is that's like scary. Okay, that's scary. So yeah. I I took them out and I had to pick up another D. Who did I pick up? You know this because you did the same thing in your other league. Oh, you picked up the Pimp. Redskins. Oh oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yes yeah. yes. 
Okay, so here's we where did I'm talk at. about this. Here's where I'm at. I again, 14 person league, all the defenses are gone. You have to stream a defense every week if you can. 100%. I have the Redskins and the Texans right now. The Texans are playing the Colts. Right. The Colts aren't that bad. It's also an interdivisional game. Okay. So AFC South scares me. So I don't know if I should stay with mm. Houston or top of our defense in the league in terms of projected points is the Seahawks against the Ravens. But the Ravens have been legit. I know. That's why I'm like, and everyone else, like, I'd like to hear who you're going to recommend because <laughs> really like everyone else on here, Cardinals, Titans, Raiders, Dolphins, Falcons, Bengals, Je- like I cannot, I cannot. So my controversial stream. Oh God, please tell me it's one of those teams. Of the week. <laughs> I've done this in both of my leagues. I'm not really sure like what, what the Giants I'm streaming the Giants. Who are the Giants playing? The Giants are playing the Cardinals. Kyler. Kyler's team with an ER. They're definitely saying that they think Kyler's going to have a great week. Okay. I personally think the Cardinals have been fine. They don't like scare me, but they have been putting up points. They put up some good points against the Falcons. But again, as we said... The Falcons suck. That's so interesting. So I don't know. I, I like got really excited about it. This was one of my like, I'm streaming this D on <laughs> on like Monday. Yeah. And I got really excited and now I'm starting to like second guess myself. I, I, I don't know. The Giants D has actually done fairly decent over the last few weeks. Like in terms of fantasy. Okay. In, just in terms of fantasy, I'm, I'm talking. I know they're not doing great at large, but from a fantasy perspective, they've put up double digit points that's all you need week over week they've got 16 sacks so like kyler i know he's young and he can run but like i don't know 16 sacks is pretty good six interceptions so we're gonna see we're gonna see i did it in both of my leagues do you see what i do though this is what happens i got so excited i'm like i got this i'm streaming look at me stream this d i'm so smart that is that makes me so and you know i hate the giants so it's just i don't and are they playing at home? That's my last question. Are they playing at home? Yes. They're playing at home against the Cardinals. So I don't know. Maybe like the Cardinals are used to playing in like nice weather and it's warm and then they're going to come here they're to the bomb cycle. The bomb cycle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, maybe that just means Kyler's going to throw a lot of like squibbles and there'll be more interceptions. I don't know. Listen, I like where your head's at. Okay. It's, I'm glad. It's Ooh. a nice, it's a nice idea for a stream. It's a nice idea. We'll see. We'll I, see what happens. And do you have any advice for those of us who are at the bottom of the barrel here? For all these leftover teams and all of their leftover defenses, anyone else you might recommend? I mean, honestly, you could also try to get the Cardinals against the Giants because the Giants haven't been that great. I don't know. this. I'm not really sure which direction this game goes in. I, like yeah. This game could be like a defensive situation or it could just be a blowout. They like, just I don't, all throw – yeah, they throw I don't like know. crazy. I'm obviously hoping that it's a defensive battle because I picked up the Giants, but – I don't know. Honestly, we're going to have to see, but I like where your head's at. Thank you for thinking outside the box. And, and we'll see how it all shakes out. That's all you can do. It's really, like we said, I don't have a crystal ball, guys, but just trying to look at the numbers, make some good decisions, best I can. That's where I'm at. But good luck out there this week, folks. You're going to be great. Start you can do it. That's your stardom sit week seven. woo are back from a teeny tiny break a musical break if you will (laughs) and we're back to talk about the mlb and the reason i chose this topic this week is is threefold oh maybe twofold but (laughs) (laughs) the first fold is people keep asking me why i like baseball and i can't stand that question I think a lot of people think it's like really boring to watch or too long or I don't know because people aren't tackling each other so they get upset about it. I I, know. People, we need to debunk that baseball is boring because baseball is not boring. I understand that the first 162 (laughs) fucking games is a lot of games. Okay. It's a lot. We get that. We're not saying watch 162 games out of the year. No. I'm just saying that Above all, like baseball is interesting. I grew up as a softball player. I was 
I played softball in college. Like I love softball. However, postseason baseball is fucking awesome. It's the best. It's so much fun. It's super competitive. The games are four hours long. So if you go and buy a hundred, two hundred dollar ticket to a postseason slash, it's worth it. you'll be there for four hours. It's you can it. drink your heart out with beer. <laughs> we are gonna do this. Eat all the popcorn. There's something wrong with you if you don't like postseason baseball. So oh, we're getting upset. Okay. 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 So okay. I, right. I was a little incensed about that because. <laughs> So I was watching the Cardinals play um, while I was in Phoenix when they were playing the Nationals. Okay. And that's when I was getting all these questions. Oh, why do you want to turn the game on at the bar? And then at ACL, they were like, why do you want to watch the Astros-Yankees game one? Like, it's one out of seven. I was like, you just don't understand. And I'm about to take you to school. Well, the thing thing that's crazy about, like, postseason baseball is, like, nine times out of ten – the games are like all really close. It's it, like, it, so it really is like you do want to watch like the full game. There's look, there are occasional blowouts and things like that. But for the most part, these are like, you, you got to watch the whole time. Yes. And it's really entertaining, which leads me to the second part of my two or three fold rant. Still TBD. Which is these games are exactly that. They're way more competitive. These are the best teams in baseball. So you're not getting, I'm sorry, Orioles fans, but you're not getting Baltimore out there who is just so bad. And you're not getting like all the junk. You're getting really good teams with really excellent bullpens with really excellent pitching with really excellent pitching rotations is where I was going. Um, But it's the best of the best. And I won't, try and stand up for baseball any more than this. Like this is, this is me on my soapbox today. I mean, and these guys like rise to the occasion. I mean, as happens in many, you know, sporting events, like the, the level of play is, is upped and like, you know, people usually rise to the occasion, especially as a New York Yankee fan. If you don't rise to the occasion, you are, you're just basically sworn <laughs> off of forever. Cause yeah. that's how great we are as fans. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the level of play is, is is upped and the thing that's actually very very interesting if you watch the games or i don't know maybe you think this is boring because there's a lot of pitching changes but like there's a whole bunch of strategy that starts to go on here of who pitches when how many innings you know the other day when i was watching you know they brought in i think the astros like brought in their their closer but it was like Mm -hmm. the fifth inning and i'm like but he it's not over yet. Like, Absolutely crazy. So the strategy and like the, the, you know, the non just playing baseball part of it becomes really interesting. Again, maybe some people think that's boring because there's a lot of changes and there's a lot of, you know, breaks in the action. I'd rather those breaks in the action than like the 9,000 instant replays that we have to watch in some other sports. Oh yeah. That totally kills the flow for me. Totally. Um, so yeah, I mean, I look, you're, you don't, you're, Talking, preaching to the choir. Yeah, I'm preaching I know. to the choir. You do not have to convince yeah. me to watch postseason baseball. Well, I'll tell you what. I for for those of you out here who who don't watch baseball, don't understand baseball, two tips. The first tip, we're about to tell you everything we can about why postseason baseball is cool. And yeah, what, just get on board now. There's the, still baseball. Just we, get on board now. We've got it's a fine. whole setup for you. So there's that. But my other piece of advice is when you're watching these games, if you're not going to the games, because we don't all have the luxury of being in these four cities and now three cities that are competing for the world series. If you can't go to a game, watch at home and just turn on the commentary. It's fascinating to see why Aaron Boone is switching in 55 different pitchers to see why it's just, it's all strategic pitch by pitch, pitcher by pitcher up by up inning by inning just just leave it just leave it on you don't you don't have to sit and be like super attentive the entire time actually you know how you said that these games go like you know the full the whole whole boat and now like you know normally in the regular season these games are played like around like seven o'clock especially for us east coasters oh yeah now they're eight o'clock because it's prime time so like you're up late yeah i remember i when i was a kid when the yankees were like always winning and always in the playoffs you know we me and my sister couldn't stay up late enough because we just we were younger and we were tired yeah and, <laughs> and they're my, long games and my mom used to stay awake like i get all my yankee fandom from my mom and like she would stay up and like clap in the living room like 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 silent clap because she had two kids sleeping and like couldn't you know <laughs> couldn't get excited so that's just like uh but fun fun memory yes but also yeah i mean you really you, you 
it's a commitment. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a commitment. Well, we'll give you an idea of, again, we talked about this on a previous episode. I think episode two, we talked about MLB. Now we're in the thick of postseason. We have the Houston Astros and the New York Yankees in the American League. <sighs> match up every year man it's two and one as of today again by the time this comes out on friday you guys will be seeing game four and maybe it'll be two and two we hope maybe it'll be three and one astros we're gonna find out but either way that matchup will still be happening when you're listening to this yep and then we have the the nationals who just clinched the nl which is crazy they swept they too. S- they swept so we have like a couple fun facts for you about the nationals just because it's good to know about these teams, where they come from. It helps you get into the game and learn like what they're good at, what they're not good at, and the, where they come from. The fact of the matter is, in a matter of like a week or so, there's going to be World Series baseball on primetime TV every mm-hmm. single night. So whether Woo. you're a big fan watching the whole thing, or maybe you're just going to tune in for these games, we'll just give you the lowdown on what you, you should be watching for. Yes. So we'll start with the Nationals just because they've already clinched. They are already in the World Series. That's just crazy. Like, I know. Crazy. And, good and for them. Good for them because they, they had a tough road to have at it to get to this point. So yeah. They, they beat the Brewers, and the Brewers are... And that were, was in the wild card. Yeah. And so they, as we know, you know, that's you're not, you're not a shoe-in. Yeah. That wild card is stressful. Yeah. And the Brewers were a heavy favorite, if I'm remembering correctly, aside from a couple injuries and a couple players that were in and out, they were supposed to win to my knowledge. And also just in general, the nationals have never been in the world series and they've hardly made the playoffs really. So kudos to them. They, to me, they feel like an underdog. Don't you think? I think so. But like, I mean, their fans are just like, they're, rocking right yeah. now yeah good for them rocking it's so cool yeah because like you said not only did they beat the brewers but they swept the st louis cardinals it's big that's a big deal so it's big they're riding high they've never been in the world series before um as this name as the washington nationals they've never been in the world series however the franchise in washington was formerly the washington senators and the senators then moved over to Looks like you said Minnesota. Yeah, they moved to Minnesota. We oh my god, we need to do more of these twins. bonus episodes of like how so cool. where did teams start and where are they now? Yeah. Like it's just very interesting. But yes. Yeah. They were not always the Washington Nationals. And the reason Michelle's saying that is because last week we did an episode about the Charlotte Hornets and the um, the New Orleans Pelicans. So yes. definitely listen to that too. It was a lot of fun to produce. So it's very cool. So go check that out. But anyway, so yeah, there are interesting beginnings. The Washington senators then moved to the twins and this franchise, the Washington nationals were born. This is their first time in the world series. Um, it looks like the Seattle Mariners have never made it either. I know that's a fun fact that I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I had no idea. So this 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 brings a whole bunch of excitement to uh, to the DC area. Uh, there's a whole there's a whole bunch of like internet articles out there right now. People trying to figure out like how to buy tickets. LOL, because like they've never had to. You know what I mean? So oh, the, so, so like they're trying to figure out like how where do you get the tickets? When do they go on sale? What happens if I'm a Nationals like season ticket buyer? Because oh, like so funny, they've never had to think actually. about it before. So it's like. Washington and and honestly it'll be cool because it's you know east coast like it's going to be proper fall classic you know that little brisk air in Washington but I mean the other crazy thing about this team again just you know sort of reading up on it it's like their season didn't start out great and as you mentioned like they had to play the wild card to get in so it's not that they were a shoe in and if you look at their path you know they were they played the Dodgers as a first place team. Like they played yeah. St. Louis who was a third place team. So like they have been this underdog, you know, team, not to mention the fact that they lost Bryce Harper. Yeah. You know, Makes who was a, good point. a huge, huge player for them. You know, they lost him at the beginning of the season to the Phillies got off to a slow start. So it's just, it's like, this really is a true kind of underdog story, which is really fun and exciting to, you know, watch for them. Um, yeah. I think, I think I read somewhere that like to end the season again, we know 162 games is a lot, we get it, <laughs> but they like ended the you know season, I think somewhere around like 90 some odd weight. Like they, re- they picked it, it up. Yeah. They, they picked really it picked up it though. Up. You know, yeah, you're so right. It's not like they were out in front the whole season, frankly, probably up even until that wild card game. You didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. Good for them. Well, if you're looking to root for an underdog, I think those are the ones because that leads us to the American League. But it's going to be interesting now, right? So they they won. They've swept. Yes. The Yankees are at 
the Yankees and the Astros are at two one. So like there's still some games to be played there, right? At least two more, yes. if not more than that. It's a very, it's super interesting. Now what happens is like, this is like a team that hasn't been to the World Series before. They're coming off like a sweep, which is rad, but now you're also how many days off? Yeah. Some would argue that's good. You get a little time off, you relax, you reset, you do your research, you watch these games, you see who your opponent could be. Others could be like, this is totally cramping our style. And come slow out of the game. Exactly. Maybe. Like, so it's, this is really interesting that they've swept. And now not only are the Red Sox and the Yankees, you know, only playing game four, this series also got pushed back a day because of the weather stuff. Yeah. So that's like just another day. Yeah. So Astros Yankees get a day off too. That stuff is very interesting. Like, you know, uh, sometimes riding that hype is super helpful. I, who knows? But they, yeah, they'll be, they'll be watching. That's for sure. That's for sure. They'll the, be watching. They'll be watching game play. They'll be watching tape and, and taking notes for sure on the, and the Yankees Astros. And obviously series. listening to us talk about this because we're just going to, you know, we're, we're giving them all the obviously. information. Obviously, Obviously. Shout out to the <laughs> Well, it's kind of like watching the World Series right now. I know we haven't actually gotten to the World Series, but with the Yankees and the Astros playing for the AL Championship Series, it's really exciting. They're two of the best teams, honestly, in baseball right now. In the last few years, and this I, I've said this before, like this matchup usually... In the last few years, this matchup has always been like a thorn in my side. And I didn't think the Yankees had it in mm-hmm. them. And they didn't because yeah. they lost. Like yes. this was, this is the first year that I really feel like they got it. Mm-hmm. So I think so. I, I, I hope I so. I hope so. We're going to find out. Well, let's break it down. Let's, let's, do let's kind of put them head to head here. So All I right. think we're first thing to consider is are we at home or are we on the, are we on the road for game four? We are at home. We're at we're in New Yankee York stadium yeah. for game four. Yes. Okay. So that bomb cyclone. I do remember the bomb cyclone and that's really important because that's going to affect the game home field advantage and knowing your own turf ostensibly is something really important to you. After that for game five, we're going back to minute made. So regardless of the outcome here, whether Astros win game four or Yankees win game four, we're going back to Houston. We're not, we're not. No. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. game, well game. Joe Buck steers me wrong yet again. <laughs> Damn you, Joe Buck. No, game game four in New York. Uh, game, game five, five also in New York. They, you know, they, they changed oh, that's this. That's kind of nice. And then game six is, if necessary, is you know, at Minute Maid. Is, is at Minute Maid. So they, okay. they, this is, they change this, I think, frequently, or maybe it just confuses me, but they, it, you know. I probably looked at it at the beginning. I don't but, know. So it's 2-3-2 two, two now, but there has okay. also been times where it's been like, Two, three, two. one, one, one. Like mm. they've always they they do some weird things. The fact of the matter is, if it goes to you know a full series and they got to play seven games, yeah, Houston ends up with the home field advantage. So yeah. the fact that we lost, you know, um, game uh, game three at yeah. home is a real bummer. We really need to win four and five, like for many reasons. But like you got to win when you're at home. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, well, it's a great home field advantage for the Yankees. Do we want to start talking about the Yankees since we're Yankees fans? No, let's talk about the Astros first. Okay. Let's talk about the Astros. Um, who is exciting to watch? Well, there's always Alex Bregman. He is their third baseman. He is one of their better hitters. He's just always kind of like a golden glove. The guy plays the hot corner, like like very few. So um, Bregman, watch out for him. There's also Altuve, Ugh. who is our guy. He's I love their, to hate him. I love to hate him too. I mean, he's kind of like a shorter Venezuelan dude and he's I their second baseman, him. but good Lord, he's so Man, good. He, and he's, and he had, he's like, he's a Yankee killer. Yeah, he is. He, he, he's so good, but he always beats the Yankees. So I, <laughs> like, I ugh, love, love to, to hate, hate him. him. Love he, to hate him. But have to love him because he, his bat is hot. He is a quick guy. He is on base pretty consistently. He's another one to watch out for. So if you're looking around the bases, trying to figure out... You'll who, know him. You'll know him. You you can't miss him. <laughs> and then the for both teams, I would argue, but I would also argue for the Astros, they have an incredible pitching staff. Oh, yeah. And yeah. their rotation is, incre- is fantastic. Yep. We all know Justin Verlander, who came from Detroit formerly, and 
is famously married to Kate Upton, for those of you who know Kate Upton. Um, You're but a bit of gossip there, uh, on yeah, here as well. Yeah, seriously. Just keeping you guys up to speed. <laughs> um, so that's their, they have an all-star pitching squad. It's just undeniable. And that's why when you're watching these games, you have to listen to the commentary. If you haven't played baseball or softball before, if you don't understand why they're changing their pitchers out and going through their rotation every other batter, there's a science to it. Like There really play. is. There really is. So this this game, you know, coming up tonight is actually a rematch of the pitchers from game one. Mm. So interesting. Um, again, so, yeah. that'll be interesting because now each team has seen these pictures like in this series already. It's not somebody new. I am horrified for game five <laughs> against Verlander because you just have to be horrified of him. So, yep. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's very, very, uh, you know, interesting from a pitching perspective. Verlander is, we've talked about him on, you know, earlier episodes, like he is, He's one of the greats, and uh, while the Yankees, you know, um, starting pitching staff has certainly been great, they haven't been as great, and we've had to rely very heavily, you know, on a, a pretty strong bullpen. So, again, who knows? Like, Tanaka got the win the first time around, but who? the strategy today could be like, hey, you know what? You're going to pitch four innings, and that's it, and then we're going to go and bring in the heat because we got to, you know, we got to keep the Astros from scoring. Like, yes. There is. There's a lot of thought process behind it. Yeah. Well, I think that's where we can kind of transition from the pitching staff on the Astros to the bullpen in New York. I wonder if the bomb cyclone's going to make for a lot of home runs. Do you think it's because their arms will be less loose because it's so cold? I think we should probably put bomb cyclone in our in our description for this week <laughs> just because I've now said it 19 I've times. I've never said it this many times. I know. I'm, it's, I've said it a lot, but I'm just like curious. I mean, the wind is real strong out there. I know. Yeah. But, I don't know which direction it's blowing, but like. Well, we'll know before game day. Well, I mean, tonight we're, we're recording and then we'll probably catch some of the game after. So. Obviously. We'll see, but that's a really good point, and we'll it'll see. be cold. Like the bats can be cold, give you bees in the hands. The arms are cold. They're bees gonna bees in the hands, man. I haven't heard of that hand. in a long time. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, that shit hurts. Yeah, the you elements. just brought back bad memories. Wow, that really ooh. it's visceral. It, like I kind of cringe thinking it about it, but but yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see what happens too because. The hitting squad on the Yankees, I mean, it's the bomb squad. It's the Bronx <laughs> Bombers. It's the Yankees. So we have our Aaron Judges of the World, who is, I mean, stand out for the home run make, derby. What, I want the, and they they got to make him the captain. He's the man. He's the man. He's their right fielder. He is just an insane hitter. But the thing about Aaron Judge, the thing to look out for is he swings for the fences, and that's pretty much it. So he truly is one of the Bronx Bombers. There's also been a lot of talk about small ball in this postseason. I love small ball. As a softball player, I love small I, ball. I live for small ball. I love it. Yeah, I hit no, number two in our lineup, and my job was bunt and move our, move I, our first run. I was either run. a leadoff hitter or, or a nine batter. So it was either like get your ass on base so that we can drive in some runs or bat nine and like re, you know, restart. Mm -hmm. I love small ball. Restart the lineup. And small ball doesn't usually happen a lot in the American League. It doesn't, and I think... The, the thing about it is we talked about it before, but it should be a game that's played in the postseason because yeah. at some point you have to Im employ a new strategy, whether that's with your pitching staff or whether that's with your hitting strategy. Exactly. Seven games of a, in a series, you can't just get out there and try to do the same thing every single Yeah, I, I, I agree. I so, love some small ball. Commentary has talked about having people like Brett Gardner put the ball down just for uh, a yeah. couple of his at-bats because – the bats aren't awake and we're two, three games into the series. And you gotta series. like try to rally people up in maybe some other way, you know, like yeah. get people on base. Like, you know who I've been very, um, bullish very, on? well, not even bullish, just like really excited to watch was, um, Edwin Encarnacion. Mm -hmm. So that was like a big pickup for, um, for the Yanks. And normally they're talking about like his bat. I'm looking at his weight right now. He's 6'1", 230. So they picked him up really from like a more of like a batting perspective. Yeah. That guy hustles his ass off, man. He's like incredible. He is. He, he hustles. Moves. Like it's been awesome to watch him. I This is for another time in another place. But one of my biggest pet peeves is guys that like don't hustle down the line or do the whole like. Could do a whole piece on that. Uh, we could do a whole piece on it. This guy, he. he like it's six one two thirty. He's not little, and he yeah. hustles. Yeah, he does his job. I've seen this guy extend many a hit into a double that I'm like, wow. Yeah, 
You're right. You're totally right. And that's, what's important. You have to get your, you have to get your runners on second and move them around. So they, yeah, I, I hear you there. And, and I would say that I am also excited about DJ, our second DJ, baseman, DJ Le Mahieu. And he's like, you know, he's like a super, a really cool, like utility player. Like this guy can play, like it's, it's great that his bat's been hot. He can also play almost any infield position. Yeah, he can. Right now, I think he's at second base. He's played first base in the postseason. And I think that his, they mentioned something last week about his his batting average being on par for the first time since Jarek Jeter for the postseason. Oh, wow. Which is like the, I Have mean, you, it's the dream team yeah, of I mean, the thousands for the Yankees. That's a really big set of shoes to fill. 100%. So I see a lot from DJ. I'm hoping that he keeps his bat hot and stays up in the postseason, but he's kind of a sleeper. Like you don't really look at him as uh, the guy of the Yankees because totally. he kind of plays anywhere and does anything, but yeah. he's scrappy. He's good. And we need his bat to stay awake if the Yankees are going to win the series. So Kate. Yes. I hope the Yankees win as I know you do. I do too. What do we think, you know, that matchup looks like we, we obviously know the nationals are in, but you know, yeah. what, what are they looking at right now? Like, how are they kind of sizing these guys up? They're obviously going to play one of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How are they sizing it up? What are they like? What are they, what are they hoping for? Well, I think there are a couple of things. So let's pretend we're going to do some fantasy predictions for MLB <laughs> right now. So let's pretend that nationals play the Astros in this series, uh, the world series. So there's a couple things that they could do. Okay. Um, some of our projections are kind of that obviously their pitching rotations are insane for the Astros. Yep. We talked about Verlander and Garrett Cole also, but the the Nationals have an incredible pitching staff too. That would really be like could be a head pretty good head. pitching. Strasburg is over there. Scherzer. Yep. It's just it, it would be a pitching matchup for the ages yep. in terms of rotation. Um, it also looks like the Nats and the Astros are ranked second and third uh, in rotation ERA. So oh, interesting. So yeah. that's that's like a pretty that's a pretty extensive pitching battle. It would sound like yeah. If, if it if it shook out to be. Astros Nationals. Okay. Interesting. Relying heavily Interesting. on their starting pitching lineup. So like I said, battle for the ages, mm-hmm. a pitch off. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing to also keep in mind is that the Nationals and the Astros haven't played each other since 2017. So it's been two years. They haven't oh. seen each other on the field. And the Nationals took two of three in Houston at Minute Maid. So Woo. Something to keep in your back pocket. I don't know how that's evolved since 2017, no, but, but still could be telling. It gives so, you a little extra, you know, pop in your step knowing, yeah. knowing what happened in the past. I think that knowing what I know, I would probably put my money on the Nationals. All right. That being said, staunch battle. Yeah. So that's Astros Nationals. Okay. Then... Obviously, I'm biased, but let's go Yankees Nationals. So... Yankees have a little bit of a different pitching style. You said it before. We talked about that. Yep. They rely heavily on their bullpen. They're pulling people in. It's that's that's where they lean for pitching. Right. Um, they also led the majors with almost six runs per game. Wow. So five point eight two runs per game in the regular season. Mm-hmm. There was a franchise record of home runs for three hundred and six home runs. Right. So you you got to think if they play if they if the Nationals play the Yankees and the Yankees you know play this whole like get into the relief pitchers early and and shut the Nationals down with with also knowing how many runs yeah the Yankees are capable of scoring yeah but but again you talked about this too the Nationals have great pitchers over there too so yes. it doesn't it doesn't mean just because we've had great offense on the Yankees that we're going to be able to take down these guys so what I'm hoping to bank on and I know we've talked about bats waking up. We need the bats to wake up for the Yankees because they are such good hitters and they'll rely on that game for sure in the world series. I, I think that we hopefully will get John Carlos Stanton back. It remains to be seen. I hope he comes back at some point, but if, if he's healthy, he has a career 305 batting average against the nationals and their pitching squad. So we'll have to see if he comes back, but man, that guy is good. He will just have to see. We will, we will have to see. I mean, look, a lot of times these come down to, you know, pitching battles. It's, it's just how it goes, but yeah. you know, you can't, it, it's a balance. You can't win yeah. the game if you just have great pitching and you don't score any runs. You can't yeah. win the game if you just score a lot of runs and your pitching keeps letting more up. So it's, it will either, either way. It sounds like it's going to be a pretty dope world series. Yeah. Well, my money obviously 
if this were a fantasy, put your money on one team coming out of the World Series. If it were the Nationals, Yankees, obviously I would choose the Yankees, but under the guise that they would wake their bats up and we would have people like Stanton coming back off of off of his right quad strain or just having other players step up like the judges of the world and have Gardner play his ball more strategically. So we'll have to see. But I think that the, that's my projection for the postseason and that's the roundup that's making baseball more interesting for everybody now right? everyone should have the the quintessential information they need to tune in to the rest of the postseason Woo! go yanks go yanks all right everyone that's all we have for you today wah, wah, wah. no don't say it that way this was a great episode wah, wah, wah. Yeah, there you go perfect thank you i will tell you actually everybody we are very close to hitting 500 listens across all of our episodes out so far. So thank you for listening. Thank you. Tune in every Friday for a new episode and help us hit 500. That's amazing. Please do. And and if you can, it would really help us if you went and rated our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on Spotify. Make sure you're listening every week. And if you can leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, Honestly, like we'll come to you and serenade you, like whatever you want. But We're great singers. Good lord, we need some more comments. So hey, jump in the comments. Just not, I'm not competitive at all, as we know. <laughs> but we do have five out of five on all of our ratings so far. Oh my god, we, we have, have 18 ratings, not that many but we have 500 listens so we're gonna we're gonna figure it out we're getting there but please jump in rate us follow us subscribe to us and definitely comment if you can it means the world so it does and last but not least as you know if you're not doing this already follow us on instagram at the draft queens or on twitter at the underscore draft queens for all the latest and greatest yeah and uh we you know if you hit us up we'll answer your questions so we will let us know on instagram Let's do a sign-off that's not tighten up because I just, I, we can't. Okay. We'll give just, us, give us a sign-off. We we'll just do, do like a, let's All go rise. Yankees. Let's go Yankees. All rise. All rise.